welcome to another episode of Oliphant's Motorcycle Club. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew. And I'm your other host, Drew. And this week, we're joined by uh, my girlfriend, Elena. Hello. Hey, Elena. Adrian, who you already know from that other episode. <laughs> nice to be here again. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we apologize. I haven't gone back and edited that episode, but we've talked about it at length. The audio is not going to be great for that one. We've acquired a third mic in the process. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. But the reason why we've got Elena and Adrian on today is they're both uh, way smarter than Drew and I about a few things. One of them being, uh, or what's the general category here? Because y'all do slightly different things. The higher science. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elena, you're, you're into, or you just tell the people because I'm going to butcher it. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm super into horticulture and that's what I studied in college, but I also have some chemistry math background as well nice. yeah got a woman in stem on the couch <laughs> yeah. that's right <laughs> no biggie <laughs> yeah we're also trying to make our show more diverse so uh, if you can leave a comment telling us how progressive we are that'd be great oh god <laughs> <laughs> um and then adrian what about you yeah so i just graduated with a degree in environmental sciences Woo! um Congrats, you, yay. He just graduated. Like, just, last yeah. week, right? We're still holding on to that. Uh, yes, last week, December 11th. Um, it was almost, hey, it was <laughs> one second on the clock, <laughs> yeah, yeah, half yeah. court shot on the Georgia history exam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't know how many colleges make people do this, but we had to pass these legislative tests for us to graduate, um, and there were four of them, two of which being a U.S. history and a Georgia history exam. I... A woman in higher STEM do not really understand Georgia history and had to take that exam three times, literally seven days before I graduated. Ooh. So it was it was cutting close. Yeah, it's cr- we didn't even have that at UGA. Like, no. <laughs> it, no. That is a crazy thing that you were required to do. Yeah. yeah, and I was literally in a class called like biogeochemical cycling. Y'all, I don't know shit about Georgia history. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like I am. Like, I studied political science, and I probably couldn't have passed that test first try. Not without some studying. Yeah, so for real. Don't sweat it, baby. I would have loved to have given it a shot, not going to lie. <laughs> just, it, it was just Yeah, I mean, I would take it if I was just given one, but, like, I don't I don't think that, I don't think I'd pass necessarily either the first yeah. time. Yeah. Because so much of that stuff, you just have to, like, memorize. It's like, I know. who was the governor in 1788? It's like, I don't know. I know the Talmages okay. were... <laughs> Good, right? I think. <laughs> I remember they were prevalent, and yes. I don't remember the order that Eugene and Herman went in. That's fine. Oh, I remember the Talmages now from um. sweating about that question ten times. <laughs> I just, from my remembrance of Georgia history, was like, you learned the founding. Yeah, I remember and then the, the early stuff. You really zipped right on through all of the Confederate... Confederacy and Reconstruction era, and then you picked back up with the uh, founding of the Coca-Cola Company. That's right. Yeah, you know, hey, uh, you, you skipped the varsity. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, you know, like I also want to correct you on one thing: it is the War of Northern Aggression. Please, <laughs> please do, do not, do not get mad at me. Parody. It's a, it's a joke. But living in the South, you have to rationalize some of these things. (laughs) Not necessarily rationalize. Oh, that's interesting, Elena. You want to expand on that? Okay, that is not what I meant. Living in the South. (sighs) About to get canceled five minutes in. No, I'm being very careful. We can also cut those. Our loved ones 
Our loved ones. Okay, that's a our good loved answer. ones. White loved ones too. Have very <laughs> skewed, questionable, ignorant views at times, and we feel. I just okay. I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore. <laughs> that's okay. Throw them under the bus. It's fine. I'm, just, I'm kidding. No, we've just we've talked a lot about the difference between, you know liberals yes. i will say are people on the left who grow up in a very liberal bubble and people who grow up in a place where that is kind of the minority and that's what yeah. we did growing up here in rural yes. georgia yeah so would you agree a lot of it is not that people actually at least in my experience a lot of people i would say are like more or less good people they just take things as granted like they don't question things more than like surface level. So if they're told yeah. like X, Y, or Z is or good, they're questioning things like is the government trying to put a chip in my body yeah, and track yeah, me yeah. with the vaccine? <laughs> Did we just solve the Trump presidency? I think we may have. Oh God, Jesus. no! It's more of a like there's such a, a stigma yeah. on uh, of leftists like yeah. most people have just growing just up. Like their thinking. parents were Republicans. They're Republicans. Yeah, and there's just a stigma, and it's like a. Plus the bias. There's the wider stigma of like not wanting to just be thinking in a way that could be considered like communist or anything like that, you know. And so like that's such an innate fear and more and like on both sides of the the aisle. Yeah, I've been called (laughs) pinko many a time. (laughs) But uh, we are starting to lose the force for the trees. Yeah, with that, literally, literally. we. Oh yeah. We have them. Let's just say, me and Matt, uh, me and Adrian did not come on the show today to give any sort of political views. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> because not only are we We're doing a plant tier list today, by the way. I don't think that's been said once. Yes, a plant tier list. So that's now that we have some actual scientists on the show, me and Drew are going to give our very narrow-minded takes on some, uh, <laughs> some various species. Some of the... Okay. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. We're learning everything there is to know about plants, starting with apple trees. <laughs> what do y'all think, <laughs> Drew? You gotta get, at least say how you feel about them. Well, that's not for me to determine. All right. Yeah, well, Um. So. I think apple trees are fine. <laughs> Y'all picked such a boring way to start, I have to say. Well, you know. <laughs> so we're ranking these on a tier. So yeah. it's like S, A, B, C, D. I don't have much to say uh, about apple trees, honestly. They don't really grow very well uh-uh. in below like the mountainous parts of Georgia. So it's not like we encounter them very often. I mean, we especially don't encounter apple trees around us that have any... Meat good on fruit it. yeah i mean the only like apple tree i really grew up around was like crab apples and that was one of those things my parents oh were yeah just, but like, hey we can count those in apples yeah i mean those are, are like apples, but... apples proper so what about i, I, told I would to put eat, them though, in i would put apple trees like in a, a b or c tier yeah definitely not my favorite fruit but it's a staple no. of let's put it in american c. commerce well while we're, while we're talking about it where do y'all do, are we do we have apple fans on the pod? Y'all like apples? I like, I like apples. Uh, I'm just not that kind of girl. I like, like apples like when they're in season. Like that. <laughs> I like Ew. Granny Smith apples exclusively. I The only time I eat an apple, if it's like bright green, breaks my teeth when I bite into it, kind of jazz. No. I Okay. I discovered these last year. They're kind of new on the scene, and I'm not sponsored, but I am <laughs> going to shout out Miss Cosmic Crisp. Oh. I've heard of that. Oh. It is yeah, a Honeycrisp hybrid, meal. but it's 
bread to make it more shelf stable so it can actually last in your fridge for up to a year yeah what apples have incredible storage potential which is pretty nice they can be stored for a long period of time don't they like uh wax the outside of apples Mm -hmm, with something what's it called wax oh interesting (laughs) (laughs) i i am a pretty big apple fan but i am filled with rage anytime i even dare to try a red delicious yeah screw whoever came up with the name of that man so we'll misleading red I'm, delicious. A I'm a fan of the big apple ah <laughs> <laughs> got another city slicker on the pod we just talked about this so what was the official ranking i think we should put it in c I'm, see I'm, I'm with it i'm cool okay. with that we also hey we we watched a little bit of Rhett and link here and they do a lot of rankings of things you gotta start in the middle. If I need to tweak it later, yeah. you no gotta start yeah. in the middle. Otherwise, everything else will be askew. Yeah, we're not setting anything in stone. I would say until the end. Maybe we even do a, <laughs> a second list in poem. one day. Joke for the plant nerds out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna ask. Uh, whenever y'all hear Adrian about to say something, and he looks like he's up to no good, I'm gonna need everybody to be quiet. Let him get it out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that we got apples taken care of, Drew, hit them with uh, number two on the list. Chicken of the woods. That is a mushroom. <laughs> I want you that, to get and that. that was a test. I want you to get that <laughs> off of my plant tier list because there's something I want to clarify for everybody. Mushrooms are not plants. They're they fungi, aren't. Right? They're, they just aren't. By definition, not plants. Yeah, they're like closer related to animals than plants, really. That's true. Hey, <laughs> if it looks like a plant, barks like a plant, it might be a plant. I'm kind of with Drew on this one. <laughs> um, no, you can see if you want me to. Well, no, I can't show you the list. But trust me when I tell you that there's in parentheses next to Chicken of the Woods, it says test. Yeah, so, so we I won't be ranking confirm. that because it doesn't apply. No, I no. love mushrooms. Don't it get w- me wrong. But this is no. <laughs> is, they can't compete when they don't compare. All right. We're, so <laughs> I, we have like a no ranking tier. It's going there. Yeah, so we're putting... <laughs> Good I mean, catch, I'm not y'all. even going to write it down. It's an F for fungus. Yeah, it honestly, <laughs> would, it honestly would have been embarrassing if you had even bothered ranking it. So yeah, thank you. I agree. Truly. Drew, did you, did you skip one to get that test done? Yeah, I did. Okay. I just, I, I just wanted to make sure well, we're no. talking to some experts here. Hey, fair enough. Oh, God. We can, we can quit recording right now if no. they seem like they're a couple well, of duds. The reason I ask is because <laughs> I think this one will separate the men from the boys, so to speak. Ooh. Oh. Not really. It's pretty simple. <laughs> Hit them with it. Sunflowers. Okay. The poor man's marigold. Elena just hit me with a like, oh, I see you. I see. It's some good snacking in the sense that I like to have my hands and mouth busy. It is Ooh. so much more work than it's worth, though. Let's just clarify. Yes. Adrian's now talking about sunflower seeds. I am now talking about, I am talking about dill pickle sunflower those seeds specifically. Those are so good. <laughs> I just, with those, nice it's just segue, about the sucking. With those, it's, it's just about the sucking. I don't, I don't try to get the seed out. You know, It's not worth it. No, you just eat just the whole spit damn it thing. Out. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Or I do chew them up sometimes if I don't have somewhere to spit I'm going to clip that. Audio from Drew. Play it back, please. <laughs> we'll see what we can do on post. What do you want me to? Or you, he, you want said, me? <laughs> he said, word for word, it's all about the sucking. I don't, I don't care try. if I get that seed out. I'm going to spit it out. All right, y'all. Once we get a soundboard, which we're probably talking, you know, I, what do you think, Drew? I would love to get one at some point, but that's like probably six months out minimum 
Yeah, well, it depends on when people start subscribing to that Patreon. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. The $1 the tier. By the time this comes out, maybe we have one. Who knows? Yeah, the $1 tier, uh, you get uh, an email saying thank you for doing that. And uh, <laughs> at the $5 tier, you get a bonus episode whenever we start doing that. <laughs> $10 tier, you get some uh, iPhone keyboard stickers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, <laughs> I know where everyone will be subscribing. But... <laughs> Circling back, once we get that soundboard, you, Elena, you know there was going to be a sucking but not getting that seat out button. Bam. <laughs> but we're, no seed. We're, we're getting, folks, we're getting far Any, afield. Anything serious we want to say about sunflower seeds? The, I was going to say the seeds. flowers. Oh, well, yeah, sunflowers also. Cl- what do you mean when you say sunflowers? You're talking, talking just like the big ones? Helianthus. Mm. Annuus. Damn, he knows his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. Joe. So we got three scientists so, in the room. <laughs> I, I love the regular sunflowers, sunflowers as a group. There are tons of different sunflowers, and we even have a lot of native sunflowers here. Um, they mostly all have yellow flowers, but they are come in all shapes and sizes, apart from what we know as a regular sunflower. Um, the big ones. <laughs> but those are pretty cool, too. So I got to yeah. say, um, I can I, stand behind sunflowers. I'll stand behind them just because I think, like, anatomically, they have a really cool composition. Oh, is, yeah. it, is it composite flowers? Is what composite flowers. That's yeah. what those flowers are when you see, like, a daisy and it has kind of a yellow center and petals. Mm. All of those types of flowers are called composite flowers. Oh. And within, like, taxonomically, those kind of flowers are most often found in the aster family. Gotcha. So pretty much... You can pretty much assume that anything that has a flower that kind of looks like a daisy is going to be in that family, gotcha. which is pretty interesting because there are tons of plant families, hmm. um, and that one just happens to be a huge one. Yeah. That's so funny. That's the only kind of flower that kids draw. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. So hey. true. <laughs> you telling, you're telling me that my kids are learning about asters? I'm not sure I'm, uh, I'm, not sure I'm happy about that. <laughs> so final, final um, tier ranking? I'm going to put an A. Be. Oh, oh, I was thinking S for sunflower or for sitter. I was thinking See, A for my incredible I won't lie. A I'm, for aster? In the back of my head, I'm ranking all these a little bit in terms of edibility and how much I would enjoy <laughs> eating this. Oh. And I, there is definitely some visual appeal to it, but too. There's but, so uh, but there's so much value to wildlife. There's so, many, there's so much value to wildlife. There's so, so, many, <laughs> so many uses for sunflower seeds, though. Like... People who are allergic to nuts can eat sunflower seeds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah. You can also have like you a dip spit situation going on, but just uh. with sunflower seeds in a Mountain Dew bottle. Sun butter. What would the softball industry be without sunflower <laughs> seeds? <laughs> I'm saying. You know what, Delana? You're right. Put it in the A. Okay, that's All right. A for Aster. A for Aster. So, Adrian, I got bad news if edibility... Well, I don't know. I know nothing about this, so I'm not even going to try and preface <laughs> it. Uh, next one we got for y'all is uh, Moss. Moss. Mm. Um, we're going. We're going broad. Yeah, we're going broad, broad. <laughs> oh yeah, we. That is a preface here. Some of these are like I assume individuals like plants, and some of them are like categories. Yeah, so, I, I honestly thought so. that would be the most interesting part of doing the plant tier list would be how y'all will pick something that y'all think of as kind of like one individual which may be moss. Like even, I know that y'all understand that there are different species of moss. I'm not, but like. I'm not sure I'd hope so. You want to find out how species you are. I'm just a 
poor southern man. Oh my God. Jesus. But but there will be some things that y'all name that are like individual species. And then there will be things like moss, which is like, I don't actually know if moss all falls into one plant family or So what. I know they're bryophytes, right? Correct? Yeah, and that's um, an even bigger group. Yeah, so this is like, mosses are one of like the earliest like, uh, like evolving lineages of plants, mm-hmm. um, like land plants. But they have a really unique like um, life cycle. Most yeah, plants, they do. Th- there's two things. It's called like a spore fight and a gametophyte. We don't have to go there. <laughs> we don't yeah, really don't have to go, go there. there. But, but just know they're like doing the, things a little different. Yeah, they develop in a very weird way compared to most other plants. Um, yeah. So I do think they're very interesting. And in they're nice sense. and wet. Edibility wise, oh, I, baby. I, you ain't gonna catch me eating some mosses. But I'm sure no. there's some stuff that you could do with it. Eco art. Think eco about art, yeah. <laughs> eco. That's so true. <laughs> What about peat moss? Peat moss. Yo. Mm. Wait, wait, did you have something? Peat moss. <laughs> yes. Sphagnum. Okay. Peat moss is kind of sad. We don't have to really get into it, but just know that peat moss is used in a lot of potting soil, mm. and it's kind of vital to the ornamental plant industry. Mm. But also the bog butter industry. That's what I'm, I'm not saying. mistaken. <laughs> what? Like peat bogs. Yeah, people used to like store bog butter. Yeah, in store there. butter in bogs. Like preserve it in the. Yeah, that's and so people like th- which people forgot where they buried it, and, and so archaeologists have found like five hundred year old bog butter and stuff like that's that. Crazy. That's like you can still eat it. D- one fair distinction though: peat moss and peat bogs are two different things. Um, oh really? But peat moss Same does word. come from peat bogs, right? <laughs> Do they really now? I think so. So all I know about peat is that peat is just like check my compressed like um, plant matter. It's, it's like in decomposed. like wetlands. It's, Isn't yeah, it so like, it's like partially yeah, decomposed, but, but there's. But they, it's, they don't have a lot of oxygen to like do mm-hmm. proper decomposition. I might be thinking of something else, but isn't it like the earliest form of coal formation? It's, uh, I think it's formed similarly. It's formed similarly, but that's the gag is like, I don't think it's formed under the right conditions to make coal. I think what it makes is something called like... Peat. No, it's something <laughs> like, uh, it starts with like a B or something, but it's like basically like Beat. there's different grades of coal, by the way, too. Oh, is it bituminous um, or whatever? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I just can't think of the exact... That is a vocab is. word that I memorized. <laughs> Anthracite is the fanciest one, I'm pretty um, sure. There are different like forms of coal, and it will depend on like uh, lots of things like pressure, heat, um, mm-hmm. level of oxygen. Um, so you can have lots of cool things happen in wetlands, like peat bogs. Yeah. Well, hey, folks, this ain't a, this yeah, ain't a coal tier list. No, it's not. But back to peat moss. Back to peat moss. Which is in and of itself a subdivision of the... I know, but just know that peat moss mining is not good for the environment. Mm. It's not a renewable resource. And so um, a lot of researchers are trying to come up with alternate Mm. things to put in potting soil besides peat moss. But it is so good in potting soil. Like retain moisture? Mm hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, but so overall, I would put moss in B. Yeah. Moss a good B. I love to touch it. I love to feel it. I love, I love to, to look at it. Squeeze it between my toes. Mm. Mm. Speaking of which, before higher we move apple. on, yes, higher than, higher than apple. Wow. Before we move on, what are y'all's like? Especially, I mean, like Adrian, you worked at a place that sold ornamental plants, right? Yes, absolutely. I worked at a plant nursery last year. And then Elena, I know that's like your bread and butter. Um, yeah. What and this might not be something y'all have as direct involvement with because this seems like more like special interest. But mm-hmm. moss yards is the, pro anti. What's the what's the vibe there? 
it is unattainable for a lot of ecosystems. So gotcha. even in a place like Savannah, wait, are we are we saying what city we're in or should we? Yeah, we're in okay. Savannah. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, are I we didn't in know Savannah? It... Oh, this is the no, re- this know... is the first time we're recording in Savannah though. Actually. Oh yeah. Oh. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, we <laughs> Welcome to the low country. <laughs> we made the uh the 8-hour trek from Athens. <laughs> it was not 8 hours. Hey, the way we did it it was. <laughs> <laughs> um but what wait, what was I saying? You were oh, saying Oh, moss yards. Yes. Mm. Even in a place like Savannah where we get so much rainfall all year and it's humid, we still couldn't sustain a moss yard anywhere where it's sunny. Mm, you yeah. can't moss doesn't grow in the sun as well. It grows very well in the shade. Oh, so you pretty much have oh. to have a shady wet yard. So for the Pacific Northwest, I got good news. They can grow moss yards and they probably already are. Mm. So is that why, like, I've always heard, like, about what... Are you about to... I'm so ready to fact check you, Matthew. Is it just just that moss grows wherever the hell on trees? I was going to say... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a myth that it grows on, like, just one side of the tree. Why didn't that... Well, obviously, because the sun sets... Or, like, rises and sets on then two sides. So, like, it's not like it would just grow on one of those, but... Damn. Yeah. I have heard that you, view, though, you and were, I knew exactly where you were You were locked and loaded. You you had a gun trained on me <laughs> as I was no. about to say that. <laughs> I was ready because I knew the exact place you were going with, like, you were like, oh, well, if moss can grow only in the shade, like, I feel like that's the logical, like, jump is, like, yeah. that rumor everyone's heard is, like, moss only grows oh, on the Oh, and related to us being in Savannah, Spanish moss mm-hmm. is not Ooh. a moss. Yeah, no, it's not. It's well, a bromeliad. Yes, it is. It's a telesandriad. Yeah. Those yeah. little cute it's like air plants pineapple. that people buy. Yeah, so um, Spanish moss, which is not Spanish either. It's native to the southeast U.S., but it's called Spanish moss because the Spanish settled here. Right. And... It's a bromeliad, so it's like an air plant. It's not a moss at all. And it actually flowers. All right, so final ranking on moss? We put it in B. B. All right. Well, Drew, you want to hit them with uh, the next one? It's a, it's a regular curveball. Let's see if y'all can handle it. <laughs> Camellia. Ooh. I love camellias. I'm a little bit partial because the garden I work at has an excellent camellia garden mm. and they're blooming right now. So I've been walking through there a lot and I think they're beautiful. But um, one thing about camellias is that the tea, the tea plant is a camellia. Oh. So that's going to be factored into our answer as well. I'd yeah. say that's got to bump it up pretty high. Yeah, I was going to bring up the fact that um, it is very pretty and they do smell lovely. My biggest caveat about it is it's probably one of the biggest ornamental plants out there like everyone and the mama knows what it is they got one too that's true um and i do love them for it like they are so pretty but they're also pretty yeah they are pretty and they do smell great and i understand why everyone and the mama has one also adrian you need to come to the gardens and see the variety of camellias we have because we have like we've when I was taking my plant ID classes, we only learned two species of camellias because pretty much everybody plants one of two species mm. around here. And at the gardens, we have like 34 species. Damn. So I did not even know the variety that they had within the camellia genus before I started working here. And it's definitely given me more of an appreciation for them. Nice. So I'm ready to fight for them. That's cool. I do love a good... Uh... You know some distinct lineages in oh, a yeah. family <laughs> mm-hmm. um 
So that is cool. I, I do love that there's, you know, some options for crossbreeding and all yeah. that too. Because I, I really just do think the genetic side of all that science is pretty cool too. It is. Pretty cool. What do you think, Adrian? Where would you put it in the on the tier? If I'm being 100% honest, I'd probably put it in a B or C. Okay. Mainly B just because it is such a, like, commercially used mm. product. That's I mean, true. everyone around the world drinks tea, so. Yeah. I feel like I was gonna be, say it would be a hard shot to put, put it, it in lower tea. than B. T tier, yeah. I'll put it. I'll put it in B. This goes all the way to Z, right? I think. Yeah. It seems very. It's used a lot in the South. I was saying this yesterday. Camellia is not cold hardy to the point where it is used in like the Northeast United States. Mm. Um, so you pretty much only find it in the Southeast and like on like California and places like that. So it seems like it's everywhere to mm-hmm. us but yeah. it is kind of special to our region mm-hmm. even though it comes from asia our climate is so similar to asia it does really well here and it's not invasive <laughs> yeah don't <laughs> so, get me started everything from japan or china loves our environment mm-hmm. um any invasive species like it, it, there's a 75 percent bet it's from asia yeah and adrian you were saying some uh some pretty questionable things about uh plants from asia yesterday <laughs> i'm trying to think you might be a uh, what is the plant version of xenophobic? Xylophobic. Would probably... <laughs> <laughs> for plant nerds out there again. Yeah, yeah that's for all of y'all. <laughs> all uh, two in our audience, which are both yeah. on the yeah. air yeah. right now. That's yeah. Adrian and Elena listening to it later. <laughs> yeah, They're, Y'all are going to love this in a few weeks. <laughs> Next up, we've got... A personal favorite of mine, and I exclusively mean from an aesthetic standpoint, if this is somehow problematic as a plant, please let me know, but ginkgos. And we're talking biloba. Baby, biloba's the only one you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, There's only one uh, extant species of ginkgo, and that is the ginkgo biloba. But back in like a the way back when geologic period or whatever, there there was a whole distinct family of ginkgos um, that went extinct. Yes, I think it's the only one in its family, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Ginkgo AC family, and then Ginkgo Biloba. She's sitting pretty alone. Real quick, Drew, did you, like, go and look up some of the names of these, or is this just picked up passively from Elena? Uh, I, I know. Okay. I know, hey, I hey. know my fair share of hey, hey. plant I'm... names. There's no one else here for to listen. <laughs> so Drew <laughs> bears the brunt of most of my and plant I, rants. I'm really good at uh, keeping, like, two-word latin phrases in my head so or latin eight phrases see it's the sort of thing with everything not just plants but like animal names i mean latin in general i'm just like i could always look this up why would i need to bother mm-hmm. it is. well some of them are a little bit intuitive like um ginkgo biloba uh if you guys yeah. are familiar with I mean, the ginkgo just... leaf biloba there's like two distinct Lobes on the leaf. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, it, yeah. So you know, some of the wow. things are a little bit uh, intuitive. I just thought it w- was a wacky name that matched the vibe of a ginkgo tree. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, <laughs> I was honestly kind of thinking maybe like Rocky Balboa inspired it. Adrian, <laughs> I'll cut that. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, twenty nine fifty two. I don't know. We laughed. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're just joining us. It ended up being pretty funny. If, you <laughs> if you're just joining us, my joke didn't land. Nobody <laughs> bailed me out. Um, anyways. I was too stunned to speak. Anyways. Ginkgos. 
Now you don't want to make the the audio editor mad because I'm about to find some sound clips I can. Uh, You're gonna say some very dirty words in yeah. post. Well, not to be someone from around the Athens area, but I'm gonna rank it pretty damn high. I love gingos. Like, they're gorgeous. So it's so pretty. I had to plant a thousand ginkgo seeds Jeez. for one of my undergrad uh, jobs, and. You know how ginkgo fruit stinks, right? <laughs> the seeds smell like that too. Dang. Nice. And one time I was trying to crack one open because they look just like pistachios. What is like it? What does it smell seed. like? Vomit. Yeah, it's bad. Vomit. We we did a what would you call it? Like a, a plant walk. We did a little fall yeah. foliage walk around uh, UGA's campus when we were all home for Thanksgiving. And let me tell you, folks, firsthand. Does not smell good. It stinks. It, it really like, is. It smells foul. like cheese, kind of, but like, mm, like, like fish. bad cheese. Yeah. City mm-hmm. planners were actually like exclusively put male ginkgos mm-hmm. in like an area just because oh, of that. Oh, yeah. And ginkgos, I don't know. I think it's the first one we've come across so far that is mm-hmm. a monoecious, which means it only has male or female parts on each individual plant so that mm-hmm. they're male and female individuals. Gotcha. When we're talking about camellias, apple trees, the flowers on both of those have male and female parts. And then on ginkgos, which are actually conifers, or no, not not conifers, excuse me, gymnosperms, they are. So they don't technically have like a flower um, in the same way, but there are male trees that produce pollen, not pollen. No, it's pollen. Conifers produce pollen, right? Yes. I do believe, yeah. Conifers, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's conifer. I barely know her. <laughs> also, how did I not? How did my brain not go with? Was it Bilobia to Bilbo? Like, this is the damn Lord oh, of the Rings podcast. Damn. My, I'm sorry, y'all. Man, how did you not go to Bimbo? Come on. I know. <laughs> Anyways, gymnosperms. And then the female trees produce fruit. So stinky fruit. Stinky mm. fruit. So city planners, landscape designers, always go for. Planting the male tree, Morning, but sometimes ladies. they are. Come on, Drew. Drew. <laughs> all right, all right. Who was just, who was just talking to all of us about how we don't talk over other people? Yet yeah, you're I'm back sorry. here interjecting <laughs> in all of my. <laughs> Doing a fish market joke, no less. <laughs> Ain't you supposed to be reading something? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, oh, we have fun here, folks. Don't we? <laughs> oh my god. Well, anyways, I think ginkgo trees should go A or S. I think it for right now, baby. Let's put it S. Yeah, I'm gonna lobby. I'm lobbying hard for S. Stinko trees. S for stinko. All right, Drew. I'm gonna let you take the next one. Ooh, this one I think is going to have a markedly different reaction. Talking lantana. Oh. Oh. I will go ahead and clear the air. I think they're so pretty. I they think are they pretty. Are so pretty. But that is not the total way we judge a plant's value, it is, is not, it, Adrian? It is it's not. a it's a true problematic fave. It is really? a problematic fave. Truly. Really. Um, everybody again. Everybody and their mom knows about this one. Everybody and their mom loves this one. You get it for your mom on her birthday. I have gotten it for my mom on her birthday, as you do. <laughs> Let's um, talk about why that's problematic. Yeah, let's talk about it. It is not from here, and like other things, she ain't from she here. She ain't from here, and she don't know 
about the way we do things around here, and she just kind of likes to spread. We and take she care of our own. Like crazy. <laughs> so what's what's horrible about Lantana? In a lot of places, even as south as Tennessee, it's grown as an annual because it doesn't survive mm. their winters. Gotcha. And even in Athens, it dies back to the ground most winters, um, unless it's in a really protected spot around a bunch of concrete or brick, things like that, mm. which gotcha. it usually is. <laughs> um, and then in Savannah, a lot of lantana does not die back anymore. Um, as it's gotten warmer, lantana continues to grow during the winter and it doesn't go dormant that allows lantana to complete their life cycle and produce fruit and viable seeds and now it has started to spread and become an invasive pest it already is an invasive pest in most of florida and it's kind of creeping up georgia Um, and the problem is it was it's such a southern garden staple nowadays that it's everywhere and as things get a little bit warmer, lantana is going to continue to take over. And invasive plants just suck. (laughs) They're just always such a horrible mistake that we make and we don't know until it's too late. Yeah. So the only thing we can do now is try to not plant lantana and try to keep it it controlled. It is absolutely insane. The billions and billions of dollars like invasive plants cost Mm -hmm. infrastructure annually like it, i mean it is insane how much it costs and it, us to deal with this stuff especially because you're probably disproportionately likely to introduce them as a like a a garden plant because mm-hmm. it's like for a while it just seems like oh this does really well here yeah and it's yeah. easy to keep a nice looking garden and with this it stuff. blooms all year like it it's been blooming since march in or probably april or may in most of the state and it's still blooming and it's usually covered in butterflies because butterflies really like those flowers but it's not worth it there there are better things we can plant we can yeah. plant in lantana's place three native plants that will uh, sporadically bloom the entire season mm-hmm. that lantana does and it won't be as easy and it might not look as pretty but it will do far less damage and so, in the long run, it'll probably be prettier for your yeah. yard. Just because, like, that lantana or just any invasive species, what they do is, like, they get a foothold and they outcompete with the native species. So eventually, all the stuff that you're kind of noticing in your yard that you take for granted as being so pretty mm-hmm. is going to get outcompeted by that, um, mm-hmm. you know, your ornamental plants like that. So yeah. what's what's the official Oliphant's Motorcycle Club position on invasive species, how to handle? Should we be uh, eco-terrorists, so to speak, or...? What's what is I'm I'm only half kidding. Yeah. So what some of the researchers at universities recommend, it kind of depends on the species, but don't yeah. buy them, don't plant them, and mm. to control them in your yard, there are a bunch of ways to do that, one of which is Roundup or glyphosate, and we don't have to really get into the controversy behind using that chemical but it is one of the best tools we have against invasive plants and when used correctly it honestly doesn't pose too much harm yeah like dump it right into the water yeah right into the water let it swim downstream and then it should probably it should catch all that stuff on the banks yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, no, like Elena said, though, it definitely is, like, species to species. You can't mm-hmm. just have, like, one catch-all kind of deal with um, these. And yeah. in one of my classes recently, we talked about just not all invasive species act the same way. I mean, yeah. some things just kind of come here and chill, and, and they you, don't really do a whole lot. But other one, things do 
detriments. I mean, I'm sure everyone in the South knows about uh, kudzu and just how pervasive that is. Quick uh, sneak preview of uh, well, I guess we can go ahead and talk <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, that's true. Is kudzu on our wait, list so as well? Wait, yes, but where's Lantana first? F. I would say a D. Oh yeah, D or F. L. What, what's Lantana? the lowest tier on this? F. F. Okay. You tell us. <laughs> Well, no, they they determine those parameters. We just came oh, up with a okay. list. Ah. Another thing I wanted to say about invasive plants, the best way to prevent is before you buy a plant, research it. Yeah. Because just because it's in a home and garden center or even a local mm-hmm. garden center doesn't mean that they've researched that it's not invasive. Ever Plan- heard of something called the profit motive, people? <laughs> That's capitalism, baby. Oh, no. I mean, you're 100% <laughs> right. Because, like, it sucked working at a plant nursery and being, like, a conservationist. Um, I was asked to, like, you know, just constantly sell, like, a Japanese honeysuckle or, like, Chinese privet. And I'm going to be 100% honest. Y'all were not selling Chinese privet. Oh, we were. And it drove me up the damn wall. Like, I would actively tell people not to buy it from us. That's horrible. Um, it, and it, it sucks that, like, you know, you kind of have to deal with the you know just capitalist nature of like you know we are a mm-hmm. business selling this mm-hmm. thing but i'm gonna tell you straight up my personal ethics like please do not plant this in your yard it yeah. will take over and you not know what you're getting into mm-hmm. part of what i do in my job is trying to bridge the gap between consumer demand for native plants mm-hmm. and commercial availability of the plants in savannah we're an hour drive from the closest uh, reputable native plant nursery mm-hmm. so it's very hard for me when I work with homeowners to recommend native plants when there's not a good place around us to find them. Mm-hmm. So at work, I've been um, propagating some native plants so we can have a sale. Nice. nice. It really oh, yeah. is hard too when like we do have viable options. Like you know, everyone knows about honeysuckle, but I guarantee you, you know about the Japanese honeysuckle. We have a native honeysuckle yeah, that's we have beautiful, a one. and hummingbirds the... love it too. Yeah, but it's just so sad because the invasive one, you know, seriously, just kind of. It cuts out that curb that the uh, native one was selling on. You know, it, it cannot really get that foothold anymore. Um, I don't know why that was the That's analogy good, I needed to use. It is a good way use. to put it. But though. yeah, I mean, seriously. Um, and it's just like they cannot compete as well. But we do have basically the exact same plants from here. And it's you called know? coral honeysuckle. Oh, it's so cute. cute. So we said lantana. Is F. Kudzu is F. And we don't even need to talk about why. Mm-hmm. All right. Kudzu can be a little bit higher because it's at least like homey feeling <laughs> yeah i i know talking about problematic faves i don't care at all about kudzu i am sentimental for seeing things that are covered in kudzu yeah. it just reminds I, me of like i understand the i understand it is it it really has such a mood i have a yeah. southern gothic aesthetic with it i'll, I'll yeah. admit to it it's it definitely... is it can be beautiful and it's a legume Mm-hmm. It has beautiful uh, purple flower on it. Yeah, and the flowers are edible, but can we? So go we can put it in D tier. We uh, can put it in D tier cool. just because of the memories. But actually, I have a friend who I was in my horticulture classes who told me he's getting a kudzu tattoo, and I thought, <laughs> but oh, you know what? No. That's the only place it should be. <laughs> no, that's that is honestly kind of how I feel about it. Like it's not like a, I want more of this plant. It's mm-hmm. I and maybe even more so knowing that it's invasive and problematic for native biodiversity is like this is a good reminder to 
stay on top of that shit and not just get complacent mm-hmm. um, because you can you can damage the hell even out of the environment even with the best of intentions mm-hmm. and I think that should be a takeaway today yeah. Yeah. well that's the guy who's like you know I, I'm all here for the environmental aspects but it sucks that some people just do not care about that but like yeah. girl hit them with that f-ing. this costs millions and millions and millions of dollars on in, in infrastructure damage yeah. and like you know just farming damage and like yeah. you know, it is a huge problem that it, it affects so many aspects of mm-hmm. our lives but people just kind of have this high and mighty kind of like a oh it's an environmental issue i don't really care that much yeah. about it and one one thing i hear a lot from homeowners especially people who are gardeners and have skills they will say oh well i'll plant lantana in my yard because i can control it and even if that's true eventually you are going to die, (laughs) okay? (laughs) And if you're the one controlling things in your yard or you're going to sell your house, you know, someone else is going to take over the land where you plant that and you don't know if they're necessarily going to have the same care as you do. So you have to think like, okay, well, am I going to be able to kill this problematic plant before I die? Or like, (laughs) am I going to have to trust that someone else is going to take care of it? And usually the answer is no. I think that's definitely part of the issue, too, is, like, you know, that kind of, I don't know, manifest destiny of, like, you know, this is my land. I can mm-hmm. do what I want with mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I, to some degree, I guess, like, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to do what you're going to do, but yeah. you're not only affecting your yeah. life. You, you exactly. are affecting the local biodiversity and, you know, people around you when you just you mm-hmm. know, choose to do stuff like that. All right, we just decided to take a quick break, uh, and we're gonna we since we're about forty five minutes ish into the episode now, we're gonna um, pick up the pace a little bit. And so, with that in mind, Elena and Adrian, what y'all think about the bowberry plant? Bowberry biscuits. It's <laughs> 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 about all. That's I really, about all I got. <laughs> I do like a bowberry biscuit. I'll, I'll be honest, I don't really know what a bowberry is. He's, kind of a schnozberry situation. He's yanking our chain, <laughs> I was right. It is a bowberry biscuit. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going bowberry to S. Bowberry biscuits are S. <laughs> yeah, it's an S. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we cleared that one up. That was uh, <laughs> definitely forefront in my mind. <laughs> Had me sweating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all those classes. You never heard of a bowberry? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, brother. Uh, black walnut. Oh. Fan fave. Lover. Love it. Um, the natural dyes in it, incredible. Oh, yeah. You can literally dye something I, like She's also black. kind of goth in that she does not let things grow around her because of mm-hmm. the juglones. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, in high school, I dyed my hands very brown for yes. multiple months because I didn't know that they had those dyeing <laughs> properties. <laughs> Also, one of the hardest nuts to like get into to eat. Like, you gotta work for that. She's a hard nut to crack. Yeah. (laughs) I would say A. Yeah, I would say A. All right. All right. I I can't argue with that. Folks, I don't have a lot of opinions on these tiers because I just like the ones that are pretty. (laughs) Um, Partially. And also, the book that we are reading for the rest of the episodes of this podcast uh, mentioned something called Wood Parsley. Could I get some potential clarification on what that is, in addition to just your ranking on parsley? 
Well, considering that Lord of the Rings is a fantasy novel, I, I don't, don't think, think that... wood parsley exists. I think it does. I think that it's just I, that would be a weird <laughs> thing for it to be like a made up. It didn't I don't seem know. made up. It just, just I think plants. it's just a way for them to reference something similar to parsley in the in the book. I don't. I've never heard of anything explicitly called wood parsley. It could just be a parsley that grows in the wood. I was gonna say we'll go ahead and make this caveat too. There are about one million and two common names for every single plant mm-hmm. out there. So some people could just mm. be calling parsley wood, wood parsley. parsley. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we'll just, uh, we'll ring up Tolkien after the show. Okay. We'll ask him. I don't yeah. like parsley. I appreciate it as an herb. I love and parsley. And it, it definitely has a place in my culinary lineup. So I, I'd give it a good B at least. I think really? parsley, parsley scratches the same itch that cilantro scratches for other people. Like, mm. I could eat parsley on anything, I think, and be very happy I'll put it in it. B, but just know I kind of want it to be in C. Well, no. Half. We'll have we'll have some footnotes attached in the show notes. Uh, Don't worry, you can cite uh, preferred format. Doesn't matter. Uh, we'll make sure you're. I'm gonna cite that. Is... I kind of don't like the way it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, Drew? Uh, I'm trying Hensley. to decide. Corn. <laughs> the band. Yeah. <laughs> S. <laughs> K. <laughs> okay, corn. Actually, it's a uh, domesticated Maze. grain. Nice. <laughs> um, I appreciate it in the ethnobotanical sense that there's a lot of history behind corn. I love to um, eat corn. I like to eat. I love cream corn. Um, corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. Corn bread. Corn off the cob. Corn starch. We do use corn starch to make tofu. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Grits. Adrian. Grits. Speaking of girls raised in the south. Preach. <laughs> Speaking of cream corn, I loved it so much when I was little that we did not ever call it cream corn. We called it Matthew's favorite corn. <laughs> we we permanently. I don't even think we didn't have it like we had just like a like a a freezer bag full of that, and it was like we are just gonna break this out whenever Matthew's been good because he's That's getting so some funny. of his favorite corn. Cream corn is so good and peppery. So good. Oh yeah. yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I put it a good B or A at least. I think we just gotta respect a. any plant that people can eat at that at that level. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's so versatile. I would almost be willing if it has any like problematic aspects. I'm almost it does, willing to overlook them. We really them. to save time. Let's not get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we will spare you, audience. Take your time. Pecan or pecan? <laughs> pecan. Let's well, let's get one thing out of the way. How, How do, do we pronounce it? it? I, I, I honestly I say both. I, yeah. I kind of do too. I say if I'm going to pick pecans, that's what I'm doing. But I'm pecan. gonna make pecan. a pecan pie. Pecan. I say yeah. Uh-huh. I, I pecan pie. I use pecan as an adjective. Oh god! More. Yeah, pecan is the adjective. Pecan is the noun. Thank y'all. Yeah, y'all get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pecan a, it's a sandies. Contextual scenario. Pecan sandies. Pecan sandies. You right. could not say pecan sandies. No, you would not. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think I am inconsistent about it. Like I'll say pecan pie or pecan pie. It I honestly say on the audience. I honestly say pecan pie a lot. Um, but. 
I Drew, you and I are similar on I not that y'all aren't, but we do the same thing a lot, which is we will say whichever sounds funnier to us, I yeah. think, a lot of the time. <laughs> and PK and Sandy, it's yeah. just got a nice ring to it. You're not going to say it. It's got that pecan. nice assonance. Like you said, Elena. It's I like, know. Yeah. No, one no one says that. Says it's like your pretentious aunt that says that. Or oh, oh, aunt. aunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm dangerously close to having my southernness revoked. <laughs> You're on your last strike, Brantley. I know. Uh, so we got, a, we got a ranking? Oh, A, at least. I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say S. Okay. I love hickory. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead it. and expand pecans to include Ooh. all hickories. Oh, okay. Example of when I will say pecan, and also one of the most delicious forms of it, butter pecan mm. flavored in. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god, butter pecan ice cream is oh, and beyond good. We're in Savannah. We gotta talk about beyond failings. butter pecans. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh <laughs> I think. I would rat a family member out for a sufficient number of <laughs> pralines. Oh. oh Are we gosh. going to uh, River Street Suites today? Can we? Yes, we can. <laughs> we can walk the pra- right from The here. praline ice cream is like butter pecan ice cream with chunks of praline. Yeah. Oh, good my Lord. That shit It is, is a pecan wet off. dream. Damn. Ooh. It is so good. But Damn. yeah, hickories are the best. I love hickories. They're gorgeous. Yeah. I've been dying to find a shag bark hickory uh, so that I can make a shag bark hickory syrup out of it. Um, I know where you what... can find one, baby. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I, I know that. they're all around here. It's just one of them things that mm-hmm. I haven't been keeping my eyes We have a lot for. of pig nut hickories around here. <laughs> you love me some pig nut. <laughs> that's, I mean, <laughs> that's literally what they're called. Yeah. Well, just speaking of, there are some dicey and racy named common plants like yeah. like oh boy howdy some of them need to get like a little updated 1950s yeah. version from Absolutely. the plant store but yeah ranking on the pecans oh pecans S, and other his- hickories S oh so is, does that include black we, walnut we're no so drew so, try who's to gonna up. tell them <laughs> <laughs> uh pecans and black walnuts are in the same family we had hickory as a separate juggling daisy really? thing on the list actually no hickory so pecan is a hickory hickory really refers to the like a square carry- rectangle situation yes yeah okay oh, it, it's like a three-sided like flat sides it's kind of like a triangular shape correct what <laughs> the nut We're, the nut hickory nuts it's like a two-dimensional cube <laughs> what oh it's okay. You ever heard of a tesseract? <laughs> no. So, so pecans are hickories. They're in the same genus as all hickories. Gotcha. Um, but they're in the same family, the Juglandaceae family, Ooh. as black walnuts, chestnuts. Um, now, was there and a, that's why you, why you see so many of these plants at uh, Insane Clown Posse concerts. Yeah. Is there also a Juglandaceae family? Because if so, <laughs> y'all need to hit... Send some Wikipedia articles my way. My, <laughs> mine and Matthew's uh, funny way, word alarm just went off. Yeah. That was just, we were just having a uh, whole two, two different, different conversations. conversations. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Folks, we'll clean it up in post. Don't worry. Or we won't, and you'll get to hear this, and it'll be even funnier. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. All right, Elena. <laughs> you just lost your executive producer role. Anyways, Drew, what's English the next Ivy. plant? English Ivy? F. Bad. F, and I don't want to talk about it. Dogwood. Oh. 
so see? pretty so pretty but like i'm kind of impartial to it just because i'm not the biggest tree freak dogwoods they just kind of make me sad because there's a disease that came over from oh. somewhere else and has started to kill all of our native dogwoods adrian you forgot to do the bit about dogwoods <laughs> what He's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dog. Um, I'll put dog was in B. Yeah, okay. I'm cool with that. Poinsettia. D. Jesus Christ, am I having a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a Christmas. Christmas funeral. Do, you, do try to have some spirit, Asian, please. <laughs> this They're was cool. recorded They're before Christmas. Yes. You know that? What? So they got milky latex in them, apparently, according to Elena. I think so, but they have, so the red on a poinsettia is not a flower. It's the... Brax. Yeah. It's Brax that blush. So they actually start green and then they kind of blush What's a to Brax? red. Bract. So it's basically like... B-R-A-C-T. It would be like the... It's kind of like a leaf-like structure that's right under the flower. So there's yellow in the middle. Mm -hmm. Those are the flowers. And the leaves around the flowers that turn red are are just like kind of like leaves. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. So ranking. We put it in D. Yeah. I kind of like it. I would put it in C. I would put it in D just because of how common it is to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not like a poinsettia stand by any means. Yeah. My mom used mm-hmm. to have to go set up the poinsettias at church. So I also I think I have like a <laughs> negative association with that. Yeah. Moms love poinsettia. Moms love true. poinsettia Moms and lantana. love poinsettia, especially if that mom goes to church. Oh, yes. Sir. Preach. Literally. Church. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Succulents. General. You want to say that again because you were whispering. <laughs> Succulents, generally. She generally be succulent me. <laughs> <laughs> Just generally. <laughs> They're juicy. They are juicy. Some of them are also euphorbs. Um, they have that like milky lates X. Or am I wrong? Or that's well, just like the. I think it's hard because I think succulents, from what I remember, are like kind of specific and euphorbs are not included but Mm -hmm. succulent is also an adjective so like plants can be succulent uh or they can have succulent leaves but they may not be a succulent taxonomically was it is there's a phrase that's like all cactus are or was it cactus all cacti are succulents but not all succulents are cacti it's a real pecan hickory situation Uh, yes i think i think what you're thinking of is uh a cab all cacti are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. I will say, though, just because of the huge diversity of succulents, and they're such a pretty, like, They are pretty. Plant, and I, they flower. They oh, flower. So I would put them pretty high up, to be honest. Wow. A. A. Yes, a that's even. brave. What's keeping them? <laughs> just out of curiosity, what's keeping them from S tier? Because I love a succulent. They just played out. The commonality played out, of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's kind of like a... So 2016. I was about to say. It's very Urban Outfitters, like, which girl, makes me mm-hmm. sad. If I see a succulent sticker on your laptop, I'm going to know way too much about you. <laughs> so true. Subtlety, people. Come on. Uh, Japanese maple. C. Now, your mom's also going to love this one, so I'd put it in B. 
They are beautiful. Like moms beautiful. love Japanese maples. And I can't fight with them just because there's so many varieties and they're so pretty. They and are the colors the on them. Color. Mm-hmm. And they increase your um, property value. Property value significantly yeah. by oh, having wow. one of them. Tenfold. One of these. Yeah. Not tenfold, but like they, they really do increase your property value. Mm-hmm. We got two at my parents' house. This nice. is not financial advice. <laughs> Sugar maple. Oh. I hate to like shit on our native one, but I'd put it maybe a C, honestly. Really? I think they're so pretty. They're I love the prettiest me maple, native ones we have. But I will say I do think the Japanese maples are a little bit prettier. Okay, I'll put it in C just because we don't have much. If you're gonna C. plant one though, go ahead and plant the sugar maple. Yeah, plant the sugar maple. Because of that little moth. You know the moth? The rosy maple moth? No, I don't. Oh, my God. She's so oh, that one's so pretty. <laughs> it's like, it looks like the pink lemonade moth. Oh, the pink, uh, the ones that are very pink and then have like yeah. two yellow dots on them. Yes. Those Only are so Rosie cool. maple moth. Those are remember so her name. Cool. I will. Next. 100% reason to remember the name. <laughs> don't you forget it. <laughs> Lavender. Ooh. Pretty high. I love lavender. It, the smell, amazing. The taste, phenomenal. It's Having pretty lavender easy. in my house makes me feel sexy. And it's not that hard to grow. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. She's a toughie. She takes full sun. But usually what I found about lavender in a really rainy, humid place, like here, is that we should plant it in containers or raised beds mm. so it can drain. But it likes the sun, and it's it rewards you. I love lavender. Love it too. I put an A. I'll put an S. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a. I'm gonna fight for S on this one, just because lavender. You know, it it kind of is in that same category as succulents, where it's like everyone that went to college with us got a lavender tattoo within the same oh nine months oh span. My God. <laughs> but she is that. Bitch. But she is, yes. and, and you know. That is something I, as I've gotten older, I will fight for. It's like when someone, when something's good, don't trash people just for liking something yeah. good. Yeah. Trash them for liking stuff Some... that's mediocre. Yeah, like Lantana. Yeah. <laughs> Mid. Mid. That said, how many people you know with a Lantana tattoo? Not many, no, thankfully, none. because usually they're all uh, thirty-five plus. Yeah, I will yeah. say smooth featuring Rob Thomas. Pretty good just song. Just like the Yoshi. <laughs> Carlos Lantana. <laughs> oh. It's like, is that just apropos of nothing? Is this a smooth pod now? It's always been a smooth Remember pod. Remember when I honestly. asked you know who to play that song yesterday and she told me I had to have Amazon music to, to oh listen? My God. Oh my God. Just she, thinking about it. She who shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, she's listening. Always. Oh. We're talking about. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, oh Alexa. <laughs> um, well, Drew, I think we have time for one more. I know you you got to yeah. hit him with, with the best one on this list. Yeah, throw us a curveball. Come on. So this one is one that Matthew put on the list. Special request. Um, and I don't actually know what this is, so I'm going to be Google imaging it after I bring it up. Um, but... Edelweiss. What? An anal device? Yeah. Yeah. Not a plan, but you know, I'm just curious what you're all thought. Anal thoughts. devices? Yeah. Um, 
I would say that my favorite one's probably... <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I will be honest. I don't know what this plant is either. Use code Oliphant to get 50% off. <laughs> 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 yeah. Leontopodium nivale. I don't know what that is. Sorry, would, you, okay. would you say me the name one more time, baby? Haven't y'all ever seen The Sound of Music? Something about something in my ass. What was it? Ooh, it is pretty. It looks like a brooch. Um, I've seen The Sound of Music. It's like it's it grows high up in the Alps. Elena, what are you looking at? Because you're going to make a face. <laughs> the last image she's Googled was Ace Ventura. <laughs> Adrian's hair was looking like Ace Ventura when he was like locked away and dancing in a tutu. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought of it. I had to confirm. Well, Matthew, I'm going to request you hit us with another curveball. Uh, that was the last one on the list, actually. Let me double check. Let me think. Y'all got more to say about... Oh, oh, we did skip one. Mangrove. That's the last one. I don't think that's a species of plant. I, I think, think it's, it's just actually... like a, just a tree that well, grows in the water. Am I wrong? I think it's both. So I think this is one of those things that I think mangroves are a specific kind of plant, but I also do think people refer to like mangrove swamps as just a... Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Friend of the pod, Wikipedia, says that mangrove is a shrub or tree that grows in coastal saline or brackish water. They're mm-hmm. salt-tolerant trees called halophytes. So mm-hmm. any tree that's salt-tolerant and can grow in coastal brackish water would be a mangrove tree. Now, I am interested to see if there's a specific mangrove as well, though. Let me see. Well, while y'all are looking, I think maybe since we didn't have a heater to go out on since all y'all are uncultured <laughs> about Edelweiss, um, why don't y'all just hit us with each of y'all's favorite plant yeah. if it hasn't already been mentioned? Oh, I don't know if I have one. I'll go on a slight little one-minute tangent. Um, I'm big into foraging, so I do love me any plants that I can... Mm-hmm. Um, pop in my mouth (laughs) Um, but we have some really really cool native plants around here Um, the American persimmon was it diasporus virginiana Mm -hmm. Um, we got chickasaw plum I've only found it one time but it's a really cool plum um, that's native here we got mulberries those are rocking we got lots of cool stuff around here but I really do just appreciate all the edible things I can yeah yesterday we forged some Carolina cherries we did what did we also get? I got some rose hips lately. Mm-hmm. Beauty berries. Beauty berry, yeah. We were talking about trying to go look for some spice bush as well. Oh, I think passion flower might be one of my favorites, but I don't have a favorite plant. There's so many. Hey, that's fair. All plants are beautiful. Mm. Mm. All plants are queens. Well, y'all know how I feel about privet, but. <laughs> 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 well, Elena, Adrian, it's been so nice having y'all here. Thank you for all the plant knowledge because I got to be honest, I am hopeless when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I, I do really appreciate knowing or like having it reinforced to be mindful about, hey, even if a plant's pretty, don't make it good. Mm-hmm. Might be bad even. Mm-hmm. But um. <laughs> If the people want to find you, where are y'all at on socials? Got anything to plug? Um, I am on Instagram at Adrian Free. That is A-D-R-I-N-F-R-E-E. Um, that's about it. Don't look for me anywhere else. You will not be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly, you can find me on Instagram at Lana S. Edwards. That's L-A-N-A-S Edwards. It's good that y'all both decided to spell your names. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I actually got to correct Lana on this one. It's uh, L-A-N-U-H-H-H-H-H for the Lana part. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Drew, you want to hit the people with the plugs? Yeah, you can follow the show's Instagram at olifons underscore MC. That's O-L-I-P-H-A-U-N-T-S underscore MC. You can follow the... Er, you can follow our email at Club <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, you can go on the, sh- the show's YouTube page and watch me play Minecraft um, at Olifons Motorcycle Club YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> um, our show's Twitter is also Olifons MC. Uh, my Twitter is at Drew Felt. And you can follow me at Mute underscore Matthew and yeah and if we've decided to because this is this is going to come out several weeks from now but uh maybe we have a patreon by the time this comes out so subscribe to that if it exists but also maybe we don't have one for a couple years and people throw a like on this video drop a review underneath if you like it anywhere from three to five stars we'll take it preferably on the higher end (laughs) (laughs) all righty y'all thank you so much for joining us for a special episode of olifant's motorcycle club And we'll see you next week with some more Fellowship of the Ring. See ya. Bye, y'all. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) I was like...